0: It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's Count Time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I'm Brother L. over and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Now today, we're going to say it's a very, very special day. Because our dear friend, our brother, one of Count Time's truly legends. We ain't going to say moan. We're going to say we're going to celebrate. At this time, our legend, our World War II veteran, civil rights icon, community leader, a man of valor and honor, no one other than Dr. Johnny A. Jones, who transitioned this past weekend. Yep, he got his wings and he heading up to glory. What a day, what a day. He passed why at the Veterans Center in Jackson, Louisiana, at 102 years old. How many get a chance to have been here and observe, seen? This man have gone from riding a mule, horse and buggies, to railroad trains, to see cars, airplanes, jets, motorbikes, and whatever else you can think of to this day. He seen. I guess what you can almost say he's seen it all and I just feel that honor that I was able to share just a little piece of that time with you while you were still here right before he made his 102 birthday and you would not have believed how sharp how clear his mind was at that time to record recall dates time places names of the people who impact his life, from the judges, the community leaders, and what he called a sophisticated Jeffs. (laughs) Y'all got to listen to that podcast, sophisticated Jeff. That's a term that only Dr. Johnny A. Jones came up with. But we are gonna honor him today. This man lived long enough to write and tell his story. And his story glorifies him And all his things that God called him to do. And he stepped forward and did. And we are so honored that he served in World War II. He was there on D-Day in Normandy. To most of us, that's just a time in past that we heard about. But Dr. Jones was there on the Francis C. Harrison that was bombed. That he sustained serious injuries, but he still was able to rise up and do and continue to fight. I know you did tell me you was going to be here till 125, but that's okay. 102, the Lord said it was time for you to come on in and do what you do. Right now, I'd like for you to listen in and hear his story in his own voice about him being there in Normandy on D-Day to fight and stand up for this country. It is special tribute to our leader, our community warrior, who stood for righteousness and justice and fought for it every step of the way. And here in his own words, how he traveled the roads to get to where he is. In, in what year you left the, uh, left the war? I
1: came out in 46.
0: You came out in 46?
1: I went in in 42.
0: So you served four years.
1: And when when they, when they drafted me out of Southern New Orleans, I wasn't reported just like all everybody else. When I got to my draft board, they say, "We're gonna send you you to Cap Cleveland." I say, "I say not today." You see, I say, but I'm going. But I'm gonna finish this semester just like LSU students. student, and that's it. When I came back, everybody say, "Oh, he rejected. He was rejected." Mom by my, 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 my daddy was so scared they didn't know what to do. Dad say, oh, they are gonna kill him?" So sure. he did rejection. He thought there was something wrong with me. Your daddy did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My daddy, he thought I was sick. You know, you know, yeah, if you had a certain kind of sickness or something when they examined you to, to go, to go, and they don't go. yeah so that's the only type of thing kept you out. You had some kind of sickness when the doctors examined you to, at the draft board. And I said, No, I'm not. He said, You go in. Say what you say. I say, I let me tell you. When I finish this semester, I will go. You won't have to come for me. i say, I'll come down here and tell you I'm ready to go. And if then you don't take me, and Southern Southern University has 15 days open for you to go and matriculate. That means, matriculate means to register to go to college. And that word is matriculate. And I say, <clears throat> got 15 days. Now, within these 15 days after that semester, I'm going to stay out. But if on the 15 days, I'm going to enroll again. This is draft I'm telling that. And I say, when that happens, you're going to have to go through the same thing again. Because I'm not going to be a sophisticated just let you push me around. I'm going to go out there and fight for freedom, and then they come back here and you can't sit down on the bus. Now, in when I was in England, Eisenhower saw that I could go to every school I could go to. Well,
0: Eisenhower?
1: Yeah, Eisenhower. That's why I put Eisenhower on my cap. see, I was a boy with the wisdom of a man.
0: Mm-hmm. Eisenhower said
1: that. Yeah, I, I was a boy with the wisdom of a man, and so so, you talk
0: about the president Eisenhower.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about I'm talking about general Eisenhower. He was general then over the whole the whole thing, over over in England. World War II,
0: He was your
1: general. So yeah. you fought in the war with Eisenhower. Yeah, got a the white under Eisenhower. See, you got to be careful how you use your words. Yes, sir. Well, Eisenhower was over the whole European theater. Eisenhower was just a full-time general. That's as high as you could go, Most but they, yeah, but they created. See, I, 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 didn't say none of this. Now I didn't say a four-star general. I said four-five general was just as high as you could go, but they created and made him a five-star general because he became the head of all the European operation. So you got, you had Eisenhower and MacArthur became five-star general during World War II. And this recreated what they called the Great Generation because we made great changes. Eisenhower and MacArthur they were five-star generals because they was over a theater, but MacArthur was in the Pacific.
0: So you said Eisenhower said that Johnny A. Jones, Sr. Go had the wisdom of a man.
1: had the wisdom of a man. At about 21, and I had May 22.
0: And Eisenhower made that comment about mm-hmm. you.
1: Yeah, he shook up the word when he said it, too. <laughs> <laughs> he shook up the word among the, with the people in there, to all the captains and and all of that. See, Warren also was a creative thing. It wasn't no such thing as that. I could pay. I pass all the examination. Then they tell me what what branch of service they gonna send me. You ain't gonna send me anywhere. I'm not going there. That, that's not what. That, that's not the branch I want to go to. I'll go to Quartermaster. But I ain't, I'm not go, I'm not going to the infantry. You ain't gonna send me to no infantry. You can't do that. You can't say, you can't name who's gonna be a an officer and what branch you choose that I had the right to choose. But the black could not choose what branch you wanna be. Hmm. And so, therefore, they created what they call warrant officer. And what, what
0: was the purpose of
1: the warrant officer? And the purpose of the warrant officer, they, they don't carry no guns, they, they wear a sidearm. What a sidearm? What that mean? That's what I mean, a pistol. A four to 5. Uh, even if you're to man, he doesn't do right and he gets mad and he's bigger than you, just before you going off and shoot him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're calling Conrad, to your own Conrad, kill your soldier.
0: So a warrant officer was probably on the level of what we call.
1: And that. That because that for oh, then they, they tell you what what branch you're going to go to. They could still do that. John Jones. I of them out to so-and-so. All of us are going to pass the past examinations. But then you, what, what you wanted to go to. And when they got to me, they talked about some infant. I said, I'm not going. I'm not going to be no infant.
0: You, 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 you told your officer
1: yeah. that you're not going. I had to right to choose. So
0: you've, you've always exercised your rights.
1: I, I, I'll decide to write for you, too, because you wouldn't be if I hadn't. Oh. <laughs> so you fought for all of us. <laughs> that's a mistake. See, that's a mistake you
0: made.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about touching that little baby right there that looked right like that little baby right there. Right here? Yeah, yeah. That's who I was fighting for. That's my right. grandchild. I was fighting for the generation to come, but it wasn't for myself. My daddy was scared to death. My daddy oh, they're kill him, shoot. mama would step her walk around, around the house, because she would never show no argument with daddy. And she'd walk around, around the back, son, Johnny, are you telling the truth? <laughs> I said, mama, yeah, she said, you telling the truth? I say, yeah, that's, that's the truth, mama, I told her. I went going until i finished that semester then they go on to call me a draft right. right. you see I, but i i chose my words really carefully i never said i wasn't going i said i wasn't going to until L- i L- complete L- that semester that please pressure on the draft board as the draft board has sent me lsu had violated the law. lsu had what see lsu the draft board that violated the law. Violated the law? Yeah, they had violated the law. I wasn't a lawyer at that time, but the lawyer was in my blood. The draft board, the state of Louisiana had to draft the board. They filled the quota with the blacks and let the white go on and finish that semester, and then they could go. Then some of them never, never went because the, the whole of them uh, registered the, soon as they take the examination they register and find out they don't passed they shoe all all they had to do finish that semester and, and register and they just continue on soon we finished we had to report, report on
0: that day so if you so
1: I had to, when did they, they come they come get us they sent no notice the day they took. This morning we had to report that evening, and took that, that evening we had to report, report to the drive for the next day. I, I went on down and reported when I when I finished, like I told them. The first year when I, I was just a little bit of older. Then a year when I became a warrant officer, I went fast, fast, fast. At that time, they didn't have no warrant officer. I was the first black to pass the warrant officer
0: test.
1: Second one thrown in. No. So, so you, you was a boy genius then, huh? So when you when you left in
0: '46, when you left. In forty six. You came to
1: you state. you state you stationed in Britain, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Girl, England.
0: With Gull, with yeah. England.
1: I went from there to one of the to under the cliffs of Dover. To where? The cliffs of Dover in in Great Britain. You served in World War Two. World War Two. D day one. Blown up in the English Channel when they struck a mine, and we oh, encountered a mine in the English Channel. The ship was named Cole, called the Harrison, Francis C. Harrison. Francis C. Harrison was the name of the ship. That was a ship name. Okay. A warship, and You're I
0: was in your third semester of college, and you got drafted, so you had to leave college. And where where did where did you serve at?
1: You went to Britain, Great Britain. Britain.
0: Britain. Okay, y'all went to Britain. And how long you stayed there?
1: I stayed at the, the D-Day.
0: And you? But you you didn't go land on Normandy on D-Day, though.
1: so way, your know, day one. I was in D-Day.
0: And you just received a Purple Heart. Yeah. About a month ago. And what what was that Purple Heart for?
1: We entered that uncle. You know, I received which which right now I'm walking with, with a walker because my, my hip up my hip was thrown out of place It didn't have any traction. You couldn't set it no traction doing a battle. So the doctor had to put it back in, put my hip back in place with his hand. His name was Major Wormick. He was a, he was a major doctor. And um, and uh, took his hand, put that, that hip back in place, and it's held up well. until till now, he did, did tell me though, seventy-five years years old, he was gonna, I was gonna be suffering just like I am suffering. He said, but, oh, but you won't have to worry about that because that's seventy-five years from now." And see, because at that time I was around, I was around twenty-one or twenty-two. And so he figured that that would have made me a hundred years old. <laughs> but but I've I fooled him. <laughs> I'm here.
0: You here and I don't him. know I don't know
1: what I don't know where Dr. Wonwick is
0: not. Now you did a you didn't you didn't you they kept you inside of the uh, office when after you got hurt? So oh they,
1: yeah, to, I was a warrant officer. So
0: they meant you had a warrant officer back
1: then. Yeah, so. I was a warrant. I got to be warrant officer. And I came out warrant officer. And I'm still a warrant officer.
0: And you you was the only one
1: of you who served as a warrant officer. I, I was second and one so And then The first one to pass examination, and they wouldn't put my my warrant my my buttons on and all those decorations, warrant officer. Because you say I was too young, even though they drafted me out of out of college. Now I'm too young to be a warrant officer. Well,
0: how, how did you move up so fast to be a warrant officer?
1: Well, I passed
0: every examination. Yeah. <laughs> so you, whatever test they gave you, you passed
1: it. I every test they gave me passed. I'll probably pass it now with my eyes closed. Because <laughs> I studied. I I don't stop reading right now.
0: Oh, so you just, you've always been a very strong reader.
1: I read now. I never stopped reading. I'm reading right now.
0: So at 101 years old, you still enjoy reading?
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's my pleasure.
0: But alright, I'd be like to thank uh, the one and only, the Honorable uh, Dr. Attorney Johnny A. Jones Sr. One of our living legends who have given us his time to sit here and speak to us for over three hours. At 101, he's still going strong. He said he's gonna make it to 125. So Maida, I'm about to believe that he's gonna make this happen. Oh yes he is. Thanks to my dear friend Maida McDonough, she made it possible for us to interview Dr. Attorney Johnny A. Jones last year. Because I feel so honored and I thank you, Maida, that I had a chance and my daughter, Samia, had a chance to sit at the feet of this great leader, this great legend, warrior, and hear the stories. And we're going to celebrate this day because, like they say, this is the day the Lord has made and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. So thank you, Dr. Johnny A. Jones. For all you did, for your community, for Louisiana, Baton Rouge, for this country, and for so many. Thank you for tuning in, and once again, welcome to Count Time Broadcast. Man can shackle the hand, man can shackle the feet, but only you can shackle the mind. The mind is always free to travel, wherever you dare to take it. Welcome to Count Time.